All right, all right. Hello and welcome everybody to In the Guard, your one-stop shop for everything combat sports and whatever the fuck Triller is. Uh, <laughs> we will talk about that travesty on here as well. I am Mike. I'm Tony. And we are coming off the heels of UFC Vegas, um, Whitaker versus Gaslam. I can't remember which number it is yet. It's 24. 24. 24. The last one of the Apex era. Last one. We're headed to Jacksonville, baby. Yeah, man. We're opening her up, right? <laughs> opening it up. One-way ticket. Um, it was a fun, it was a fun, fun night. I had interesting stuff to talk about on this card, but it all starts with the main event of you know the Reaper, Bobby Knuckles, Robert Whitaker versus Kelvin Gastelum, and it was a, it was a fun fight to watch, but it was pretty one sided. It was a great fight. Robert Whitaker's just so goddamn good. Like, well, there's, there's levels to this shit. Yeah, I mean, and it kind of shows the middleweight division is kind of traditionally yeah. a weaker division. Like even like when Anderson was running rough shot on it, mm-hmm. like. Because you, the bigger guys, they're up at 205, right? The big power hitters, they don't want to cut weight, and there's heavyweights above that. The more skilled technical guys, they cut down the 170 and lower. So that 185 is like a weird middle ground yeah. where there's not a lot of depth in it. And you kind of see the top of Whitaker and Izzy are really above everybody in that division. Yeah, and you notice, like, Gaston essentially a welterweight. Right. Choosing to fight at 185. And he's, almost got, he's almost got a lightweight body. Yeah. Like, he is small. Like he's a hell of a fighter. Don't get me wrong. He was right there. He was standing up to Whitaker. Whitaker yeah. couldn't put him out. Standing up to him. You know, he's had some wars with Izzy himself. He almost mm-hmm. fucking put Izzy out. Oh, Gaston makes it a... He's a dog, man. He makes right. it a fight every fight right. he's in. It doesn't he's, matter. Yeah, but he's, you're not putting him lights out. He's he's kind of like a a, ver- a better yeah. version of Mike Perry. But I'm saying, like, even, like, Whitaker's not a big middleweight. No. No, no, no. He was a welterweight. Yeah. He only became he's a middleweight because he couldn't cut no more. Yeah. And that's kind of where it happens with middleweights. They're welterweights. They don't want to cut no more. That's usually what it is. Uh, but, yeah, Bobby was on fire. Um, he start to out. finish, bell to bell. I think he, he landed 54% of his strikes. His defense. 56, man. He's short of 2%. 56. 56%. And Gaston landed 32% of his right. strikes. Yeah. I mean, it was. And it's a, yeah, it was, it was basically saying Bobby Bobby Izzy, too. Let's do it. Yeah, I think what Whitaker's won four in a row, right? right? And Gaston's lost one out of his last five or four lost out of, four out of his last, last five. five. Yeah. yeah. Last... Shit. What and, is... and, yeah. and like we kind of talked about this last week with Vittori. That's how you put on a performance to get a title shot. Yeah. Vittori, your resume kind of puts you in that. You're in that position for sure in the conversation, but you did not impress against Holland. Yeah. You basically held on for dear life. Yes, we know Holland has a wrestling flaw, and yes, it's a smart way to win it, but you are not going to jump above people and get title shots because you're not going to sell pay-per-views with fights like that. Whitaker and Gaslam put on an MMA fight. Right, Like absolutely. I mean, you got everything levels, you could imagine. All levels from head every to toe. Ang- every angle, takedowns. And, and those are two pros. I mean, they both had their trips to the ultimate yeah. fighter. They've been in the system forever. Mm-hmm. They've, they've been had their ups and downs, and they're still standing at the top. And just the way Whitaker sets up that head kick off yeah. that two-punch combo. It's like, and and, and ah. I think the biggest thing is that Gaslam's at that in-between about body guy like there's these guys that don't really fit into a yeah. weight class he'd be a great 165er yeah if they had up 165 division i think that's right where he can be but again yeah i mean we obviously know where where goes from here but what gaslin what do you do you know like yeah. he's shown that he can keep he can make it a fight with the best of the best but he's not what? on the winning side of it like if you tell me right now if he fights, he's what 20 kevin holland kevin gaslin beats kevin holland right uh i mean he's a more you i'd like to think he's, he's gonna wrestle know. him like Gaston yeah. doesn't ha- always wrestle people, but we saw it versus Heinish. If he has to go to that wrestling, he can. I do mean, it. he took Bobby down once, so right. And he, we saw it again, like I said, against Heinish, who's a, a high level wrestler, and he was able to wrestle him the other round. Yeah. So maybe uh, Hermanson's fighting Shabazian, right? Maybe Gaston gets the winner of Uriah Hall Weidman. Or the loser. I think he should deserve the winner because they're what they're nine and eleven. He lost four out of five fights. He deserve a winner yeah. out of a fight. I mean, those guys, you know, they're not. 
Exactly. I was gonna, I was gonna suggest the loser of Shabazzian and Hermanson. Or maybe that, yeah. The loser of that fight should get it, and the winner of well, he Hall. lost. To, he lost to Hermanson. Hermanson heel hook because although Brunson's floating around, the winner of no. Hermanson and Shabazzian should fight Derek Brunson. That should be what's Cannonier doing. Oh, I don't know. He last fight with Bobby. Bobby put his lights out. Maybe Kelvin and uh, Cannonier. I know it's going up, but Cannonier probably should be a little bit lower. Like I would put Brunson above Cannonier. Oh, he. Uh, Whitaker broke his forearms. I think he was getting surgery on his like oh. his radius or his ulna. That's even more reason why. Like I'd probably have Vittori three, Brunson four, and maybe even maybe even have um Hermanson at five. Till yeah. should be at five. Why is Till at five? When's the last fight Till won? It's been a while. Yeah, he last fight he, he lost to Whitaker. No, he lost to Whitaker. He lost that fight. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Till lost I love to me Whitaker. some Darren Till. I'm yeah. not trying to knock his guy, but just to be realistic, he hasn't won a fight in a long time. Gasolum. Yeah. And when was that? 2019. That was, that was before that's COVID. That's what I meant was the gasoline. Yeah. That was before COVID, ladies and gentlemen. That's how long ago that was. Yeah. It was like a whole different universe. The world was different at that point. Um, so I, why he's in the top five in that division, yeah. I don't know. And he beat Wonder Boy questionably. I mean, that's his biggest win, right? Yeah, but I mean. So yeah, I, mean, I would love out. to see um, again, what's Kenny Nears doing in Gasolum. Yeah. Um. All right, let's go back to... But yeah, Robert Whitaker, beautiful performance. Beautiful to watch. Oh, well, Costa's floating around there, too. He's coming off a loss. Yeah, he's still hungover. <laughs> um, this one was kind of a snoozer. Yeah, I mean, this was uh, predominantly on the feet the this, whole time. This fight had me focusing a lot more on Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah. Andre Arlovsky, <laughs> Chase Sherman. I mean, I watched this fight. Uh, Sherman definitely edged the first round, but after that, Arlovsky was... Getting the better of him. Well, the, the I didn't really rounds. hear it, but the, the leg kick was judging, making him. Judging by um, what the Twitter verse is saying, I guess commentary is very, very biased towards Sherman during the whole fight. What's going on? Yeah. Um, but Arlovsky was winning that fight. He was countering better. Well, he was I kinda, I kinda, better what leg I saw, kicks. and I kind of tweeted this to you, or not tweeted, I texted you yeah. this while we were watching the fights. Arlovsky has all the skill he's always had. He just doesn't he, have the he power. Can't, he just, his hits, punches, That's and what, kicks don't hurt as like, much as they used to. But he is on there sharp, you know, piecing dude. people up. His skill is not diminished whatsoever. No, he still has it. Like, you watch, like, I watched the second throw, and I'm like, and I was thinking the same thing. We before can even see text. his body. Look, there's no muscle on his yeah. body. I'm like, if he still has you know? that same power, Sherman's out. Right, for he's sure. He's out. Because he's, he's hit him so many times. He's out. He's looking sharp. Yeah, he's technically way more sound than Chase Sherman was. Right. And, and this is kind of a you know, yeah. non consequential fight. Yeah. I mean, Sherman got. Together. He got frustrated. He ate a bunch of leg kicks. He couldn't find his rhythm, and Arlovsky won, won that right. fight. I felt like it was kind of a must win for Arlovsky since he's on a three or four fight losing streak. He's yeah, that's probably the fact. I think yeah. he's pretty solid in that gatekeeper role, though. Right. Yeah, like he's gonna have, like Sherman. The, the, the gate was locked, and it's not like he he didn't, he didn't look awful against Aspinall before he got choked out. Like just, he was hanging in there. There's, you know? there's probably what let's say twenty five, maybe thirty heavyweights that belong at that top level in yeah. the world. I mean, he, up, if you leave you it up know? to him, he wants to fight another couple years, is what he says. But right. ultimately, he's realistic. He's humble about it. He's like, it's up to Sean Shelby and Dana right. if I'm getting another fight or not. But I want to fight a few more years. There's a couple guys. I say let him have it. You know, he's not getting smoked like JDS right. and them. And he's he's he won two out of his last four. Right? Yeah. Leave him in there. Two out of his last three, I should say. Yeah. He beat, he beat Tanner Bozer. He beat Tanner Bozer. He lost. He, lost. he got in the beat by Aspinall. Yeah, and then he beat Sherman. And he beat, so he won two out of three. Yeah. Arlovsky. Arlovsky, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he beat Tanner Bozer by oh, decision. He beat that Bozer. was a boring-ass fucking snoots fest, and I had Bozer, and I was really pissed yeah. off there. Right yeah, there, he beat yeah. Bozer, yeah. I bet it on Bozer so, so because of his yeah. And he, he didn't fight Lynn's that fight, right? Yeah, he beat Rothwell. I don't know what happens with the Lynch. This UFC yeah, I mean, he's website. up and down. He's, he's 50-50 fighter right yeah. now. A 42? Yeah. 
It's great. He's a great. He's losing decisions. There's that guy. I don't know who the fuck he is. That's what he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna hunt me down one day. Yeah. The biggest podcast guy. He's, he's gonna figure out. Motherfucker, you will I'm know, you you will know my I name. Am. You will know my name. Um, but yeah, a slower fight probably shouldn't have been the co-main event. Sherman but. might be out of the UFC. Well, he's been out once. He's and, and he was coming off a USADA suspension. You come in and you lose to Andre Lasky again, who looks sharp. But if you can't beat a man, look at we saw what Aspinall did to him, right? When you already kind of one foot out in the door, other foot on the banana peel, and you lose Andre Arlovsky, you might be out that door. Well, I mean, if Arlovsky is that gatekeeper and you didn't break through, then... Time to go to PFL. You skip Bellator, you go to PFL. All right, so... <laughs> you go all the way down. Before we get into this next fight... Since Howlerhead's... Screwball. Full of shit. Howlerhead's dropping the ball. So, how about you hook us up with some shit here, you know? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. You know, you and Howlerhead are kind of like fighting for that market share. Come on, send us some shit, you know. All right, this next fight was I was kind of giving you shit for, and you were right. Al Hassan. <laughs> yeah, hey. Malcoon. Hey, I called it on the show. Hey, I hey. said slam that underdog we, we, plus 200. We both agreed, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was going back. And Al Hassan did not look terrible in this fight. He just got out grappled. Like, he was still fighting throughout the whole thing. Jacob Malcoon and Abdul Razak Hassan. My biggest, um, you know, what was holding me back during the podcast last week for picking Al Hassan was that vicious fucking knockout that Chaos did to him. And people coming off those, you never know what they're going to be. I don't think he lost his fight because of that knockout, but that's what had me a little held back. But then I kind of went back to tape. I've seen Malcolm be a little bit chinny, mm-hmm. and, and Al Hassan has first round power, right? So I thought Al Hassan would get that. I had that first round bet for him and all that shit. Um, but once that first round went and we saw how. Malcoon just grapple fuck the shit out oh, of him. He's ADCC champ. Right. Just, it was Robert totally Whitaker's training partner. Completely one-sided. A lot of people are saying that he's only in the UFC because he's fucking Robert Whitaker's yeah. training partner. But he just... And it wasn't like, I'm just going to lay and pray on this guy like we'll no, talk about in other situations. Pretty legit grapple. He was hunting subs, transitioning. He was attacking the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like equivalents of strikes, but in grappling form. It was great. It was great work yeah, by I mean, Malcoon. Malcoon did excellent performance. I had a feeling like I called it on the show. I'm like, this might be a and good I, spot here. I'm Mr. Stand him up, right? Yeah. I'm always quick to say, we should stand this shit up. Stand this shit up. But what Malcoon was doing, that's effective grappling. That's where I'm like, let them motherfuckers work. When he's doing what yeah. he was doing, that was great. Shout out to Hassan, though. He never backed out the fight. He was down from start to finish. But even the third round, he fought back to his But he's feet. lost, what, three of his last four. He's missed weight twice out of those three. Oh, yeah. I, and I don't he just know ste- how he, he just stepped weight. up to 185. I don't yeah. know how he makes weight. He looked big for 185. He's fucking huge. He's got to walk around at 230. I think he's way better going to 205. Like, these 185 guys, like especially a guy like Hassan, 205 is probably a fucking better place. It's not that skilled. It's not that deep. Like, it's yeah. I mean, you got Jan at the top, who obviously is world class. He proved that. But other than that, who? Yeah, I mean, it's tough Who are you afraid of in, in 205 other than Jan? He had to let his hands go, and he couldn't after those right. takedowns. Well, you know? and, and, and Malcolm was just good. Just fought well the whole fight from start to finish. Yeah, he, he got he got him wore out. I think, him. though, honestly, USADA needs to check Jacob Malcolm for his testosterone levels. Look at that <laughs> fucking chest hair. That's, that is, if that's not a fucking red flag warning, look at that. Yeah, this that, guy's definitely fucking doping, not that, the guy on the left. Yeah, you, see, you don't get that on normal testosterone levels. That shit yeah. is fucking, that, that fucking boy beef I know, I've fucking, been trying to grow some chest hair for a while. Well, Fuck. I could do that, but I make sure I keep the fight. I got my Manscaped, another Manscaped. You want to come through and help yeah. us out? That lawnmower 3.0 keeps me looking trim. But that shit, again, USADA, check that shit right there. You don't get that with low testosterone. I just get hairy nipples. That's it. You know, I'm trying to, I, I'm up in my, hey, I'm up in my T and it's not working that way. So, uh, 
But yeah, it was a good, it was a good fight. It was a really it was a better yeah. fight than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was a good fight. It was fun to watch. Uh, are you guys want to keep rolling? Yeah, yeah let's, let's keep, keep going. Through. Tracy Cortez versus Justine Kish. Now, I was literally high. One when of the I was many, watching this fight. One of the many split decisions of the night. There was multiple split decisions yesterday. But Tracy Cortez wins the fight. I know me and you disagree on this. I don't the think score. Tracy Cortez has a 30-27. Look, I believe 29-28 uh, Cortez. I think Kish fought a tough fight. She yeah. did think she wasn't just a fucking punching bag. Yeah. But she, she, got, she did not win any She got round. quite a few good exchanges on the feet. But Cortez, obviously, just more strikes, more damage. More damage. Besides, like I mean, Kish had the knockdown in round three. There was, no, a near knockdown. She rocked Tracy, but Tracy never yeah. went to the floor. Well, I think they were saying they were they were disputing it on Because her hand touched the floor. Yeah, in the boxing world, that's a knockdown, I believe. But right. this is MMA. But so. three takedowns to zero. Yeah. Control I mean, Cortez time. won the fight. I don't think like, she pitched the, a shutout. Like, but. And then it was, but she pitched a shutout in round. Not in each, like... Let's say if we're if you want to cut the round down into percentages, Tracy Cortez won at least fifty one percent of every round. I mean, so some, I mean, sometimes it's just. Yeah. But that's what I'm trying to say about thirty twenty seven. I'm not saying that it was a landslide thirty twenty seven win, but in every round, Tracy Cortez did more to win the fight, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I had a twenty nine twenty eight Cortez. Um, it's yeah, like, I mean, it's her like, stock's uh, just rising. She like missed we, weight. We want to go to different sports, right? Say if there's a sweep in the NBA, but every game ends by one point. No. Like that wasn't a domination. They're toast tight games, and then but you edged out every single yeah. round, and that's what I think Tracy Cortez did. She's got to get her weight dialed in, though. You know, she missed weight. That's her first time going down. Yeah. So it could be. It could be. She's fought at one thirty five a lot, and I think that's more to try to stay active. They were trying to say. I don't know yeah. if she's planning on staying at one twenty five or what. She's still young though. She even said, "I need a couple more fights before I fight yeah. the top 15. So she's not. Well, I mean, you had Kish coming up from one fifteen too. She's, right. she's a former so strawweight fighter, but she's not like delusions like Grant or weight. You know, she she knows like, okay, I got work to do. I'm working my way up. So it's not like she's like, oh, give me a title shot. You know, I think it's her, her future is definitely promising. You know, she's got some hands. All right. Great Obviously, wrestling. great wrestling, great ground and pound, great posture, She's great decision making too. Great booty. Fight IQ, her, yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. How she fights in those eyelashes, I don't know. Man, they don't fall off either. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, booty for days. Yeah, you know, her fight IQ is really high too. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I think this fight, Cortez. She said, "What? I don't know where she wants to fight, so it's hard to pick where to send her next." Kish might be bye bye. Yeah, I don't see her being around much longer. But did she beat Avila, Raging Panda? I don't think I know she lost no, to she, Mazzo. Mazzo. She got finished that's by Mazzo. Was Mazzo, yeah. Mazzo finished her. Yeah, too. Mazzo. She was she was working her though the first round and a half, two rounds. You right? thought so? I didn't. Yeah, I always think a lot of crazy shit. You like just we both kid. think crazy shit. Yeah. It's just different. I don't know. No. It's like sometimes we swap brains. Sometimes I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is what you don't like. What are you doing? Every fight's got a life of its own. Man. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hard, and that's where I check all fights. I matter. will give my my sworn enemies, the judges, a little bit of credit, but I just. I just don't think these people understand MMA. I just don't think they do. Yeah, it's hard sometimes. But on the flip side, if we, you know, we came prepared. I got the scorecards yeah. right in front of me. It kind of shows how three different people can see a fight in three different ways. It's so all about what you saw, where your angle is, you know, what you value, right? Yeah. We talk about it all the time. What I think it should be. And it's because I think there's, I don't think there's a really clear. Well, I mean, even you kind of like had me look at things a little bit more, like you know, where it's kind of like we'll get to this fight a little bit later on, but the. Uh, Loopy and the, right the fucking what's their name Penne. Right. Whereas we go back to the Marlon Vera and Aldo. I'm like Aldo's on his back the whole well, time, but you're like, well, opener. you know, he's what hitting him opener, doing damage. The second fight with Bush and Hubbard, yeah. which we're not gonna get too deep into, but yeah. like when you gotta lay and pray, I'll talk about yeah. stand him up type thing. We're kind of getting ahead of our support, whatever. Um, Hubbard kind of just held position for most of those, that most of that round, and I think that's ridiculous. 
the way I th- I know why he won the fight because that's kind of how like judges see stuff and that's how they score stuff in the current system. But in my head, I want to ask you this question. I actually thought about this today. I think it's a brilliant question. Maybe I'm just a fucking idiot that thinks I'm smarter than I am. But in a round, let's say one person threw absolutely no strikes and one person threw all the strikes, but he didn't land any of them. Mm-hmm. Who won the round? The person throwing the strikes and not landing. It's initiative, right? So in my yeah, so in my 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 um because pressure is a part of like judging for these MMAs. So like, I, I feel like I got a person who's not who's not um like holding position on top is not throwing strikes. They're defending this person. It's defense from the top in my position. In my in my opinion, it's defense from the top. I'm not attacking you, I'm stopping you from attacking me. So it's like the same thing. This guy's trying to get out, he can't. He's throwing strikes, he's not hitting the strikes. But this person's not throwing. I think think if you look at it from a grappling standpoint, you have somebody on top who's not throwing strikes, not advancing position, and you have somebody on bottom who's happy to be in that position and is not throwing strikes and not trying to get up. Then the person on top control is winning. The person just laying there, like like Greg Hardy. But if but if you have somebody in bottom guard. And they're throwing elbows. They're doing and they're short trying play. to they're trying to transition. It's not working. They're looking for arm bars and shit. They're and winning the, the fight. Holding, that's that's that and that's yeah. we're a common ground in that situation. The way yeah. I look at that, that's like a person throwing strikes and missing, but the other person's not throwing any strikes. That's yeah. the way I look at it. I don't care if you're on top, if you're not throwing any kind right. of ground and pound or trying and to like advance. We, we just touched on Jacob Malcoon. That is offensive grappling. Yeah. And good grappling. Let him work as long as he fucking wants. I talk about the twenty second clock all the time. That's yeah. for, you know, stalling. There's they, they need to do something about stalling mm-hmm. a little bit more. They need a more clear cut. I know a ref can stand him up at any time, but they should have a clear cut rule. You know, you know. Well, they all need the same training too. They don't need to get them in a fucking room and right. you know talk to them. Right. You know, Absolutely. let's get this going. You know, roll call. This is what we're gonna fucking do. And then we'll. So again, one of the many split decisions of the night. Cortez again, future looks bright for her. She's not perfect, but she's doing. She's she's making all the steps that she needs and yeah. you know climbing the ladder as she should go. Well, Kish let's. Uh, might be we digress. Let's move on here. Well, Luis Pena, Munoz. We both agree. Fucking robbery. So I think Munoz won the first two rounds for sure. For sure. For sure, for absolutely. Sure. Twenty nine, twenty eight, possibly the third. I I could see a Pena. Pena started yeah. talking. We were talking about Pena started talking and saying, you know, he tried to act like he's Max Holloway for a second there, yeah. and he did land some strikes, but Bunis fell four. I believe he took him down once in that round. Yeah. The one thing that it doesn't like, so like the one thing I could see maybe is Pena Another was decision, by the way. octagon control most of the time. Like he's pushing the pace, he's moving forward, he's striking. But I mean, Munoz, my, like hands down, won those first two rounds. And, in my I think, opinion, I think Pena had that kind of "I'm looking busy, but I'm not doing work" type deal. Yeah. Like you're moving around a lot. Like you're, you're, a, lot Chukag- you're yeah, a lot of activity. You're Caitlin a lot of activity. You know, borderline uh, Macy Barber jabbing the air type mm-hmm. deal. You know, not too far away from that because he was doing a lot of the, the you know the, the the shoulder rolls. The you know Tyson Floyd Mayweather yeah. for a second. Um, and again, I guess, that was a Sarah Moross. I think I think ooh, yeah ooh, ooh, I ooh. think for sure you, I could see why Pena gets round three right. It's, it's oh yeah yeah for sure. But if somebody gave Munoz thirty twenty seven, be like I would be like oh that's a terrible call. Yeah, I mean he had takedowns. He hit him with big powerful shots on the feet. I mean. And I, I, if we break it down by Ron, I guarantee most of I want to call him Ross. <laughs> I almost called him Ross. I don't know. Uh, Payne is a strike. The majority of them came in round three. It's like I was texting you at the start. I'm like, why is Luis Pena consistently underwhelming? Like, there's hype behind this guy. You look at him, he's got skill, he's talent, he's slick. Right. But he just underperforms, I feel like, every fight. And why, I, is like, why, does, why does he come out? It's a guy that's born in Arkansas, trains in Jacksonville, <laughs> and he, he has a Mexican flag when he comes out there. UFC is global sport. Yeah. But um, yeah, I Pena, I mean, Pena didn't look terrible. I think he is not reaching his potential. Yeah. He could be a great fighter. He really could. But he kind of six foot three, lightweight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Again, he has kind of that Holloway style. You know, he's poor man's Holloway. 
But he but, maybe he should change his name to Nonviolent Bob Ross. Hey, what did he say he <laughs> want to change his name to? <laughs> when I asked him how confident you are, he said 100%. Well, it's the dude's name from The Simpsons. Sideshow Bob? Sideshow Bob. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, kind of, that was kind of clue in the main card. Again, Pena. I don't think Munoz, you know, he was kind of holding on for life. Who knows where he's going to fall and all this. Same thing with Pena. I still think yeah. he's kind of working his way to get close to a one fit. Like, like you especially saying, lightweight, that fit, top 15, he's not there yet. Um, all right. This is one of the biggest disappointments of the night, right? It was a good fight, though. For what it was, it was a good fight I'm on both parties. Like, both guys looked really good in this fight. They both had their moments, right? Um, that third round, for Alexander Romanov versus Juan Espino. My, this is my main event tonight, right? This is, Mike's, Romanov, this is Mike's UFC man crush, man, by the way. Man, my favorite fighter in the <laughs> UFC. Full disclosure, total bias, all that. Versus Juan Espino. I like Espino, though, too. Yeah. I know he's talented. I know he's good. Um, also, Guapo. El Guapo. He's fucking <laughs> handsome as fuck. Look at that guy. Look at that. He can play Zorro. Antonio <laughs> <laughs> Banderas, step that, aside, man. bitch. Look at that, man. Um, two, I mean, Alexander Romanov's known for the crazy ground upon, but two very good grapplers. Two very good heavyweight grapplers. And it kind of, that's kind of how it played out. The first round was pretty good. It was a back. That Things started to slow down. The, in the first second. round was a very tough round to score, in my opinion. Right, Spino got that first takedown, took control. Romanov comes back, you know, has a, that second takedown, so it's kind of even. And towards the end, Spino kind of gets a close takedown, but doesn't really finish it or go from there. Yeah. How do you score that round? It's a very close round. I could go either way on it. Well, I think going in the third, I had it nineteen nineteen, and that was probably the safest bet because I think second round Romanov almost oh, ends it. Yeah, I'd say Espino in the first, Romanov in the second. All right, and then you're getting in the third, which we'll and talk the, about. The third second, it ends on a low blow. Uh, Espino yeah. is in control of the round. It's early, early though. How about time? It's like one minute in, something like that. Yeah, it's early. Presses against the cage and he throws a knee. Trying to get one minute in, he get throws a knee that hits Romanov below the belt. Yeah, he was in control of that one minute for sure. It caused Romanov can't continue. Romanov apparently has some nerve pain from his growing up into his stomach and he can't stand on his leg, right. so he can't continue. It's, it's. I mean, and, and you know, in the spirit of Aljo, everybody thinks it's acting, acting, acting. But again, on the same side, Romanov does not know how this fight's going to turn out. If he says he can't fight. Yeah. It's not like he's like. It's not like he could stop this fight and say, "I know I'm going to win this fight because of disqualification." He had to go to the judges' scorecard on this. So, yeah. I think and it was to, a legit hit to the nuts. Yeah, it I, wasn't like a fake low blow or anything. It I was, think you just run it back. That's the probably the best way to go. I mean, it ended up being a, a split decision. So we were going over. I got the scorecards here. One judge gave it to um, Romanov. Gave him rounds one, two, and he gave. Uh, Espino round three, mm. which is kind of where I fall on the scoring system. Another judge gave uh, Romanov two and three, but the third one is um, the two. That's what that's what you see how it scored. The two guys that gave the fight for Romanov gave Romanov round one and two, and Espino three because Espino was in control. The third judge, fucking Chris Lee, who if anybody doesn't know who Chris Lee is, he's the guy that gave Paul Felder that fight versus RDA when RDA fifty forty five them, maybe even a fifty forty four type fight. So, oh, he's done other shit, too. He did not score the third round. There's yeah. no score on his third. Now, I don't know if this is a typo or the website I have isn't accurate, but it has, he has Espino in one, and then he has Romanoff in two and decided he didn't want to score the round three. Like, I don't know. He didn't want to make another mistake. I can live. The, the, the hard thing about round number three is Espino was controlled that minute, but what do you do about the low blow that ended the fight? A legal blow ended a fight. Do you penalize that person for that? I don't Although, think you do. Like, up but, until that point, he hadn't made any mistakes But in the if fight, you don't, so. if you don't, you can theoretically, in the third round, hit a guy in the fucking nuts and win the fight. I don't think people are going to do that. Somebody will do it. 
Right, right. Yeah. But somebody will, not everybody would, but there are people that will do shit like that. Yeah. Or if you feel like a guy's coming on, you know, give him a quick little poke in the eye. You know, it doesn't be a low blow. You've won the first two like, rounds. Like imagine yeah. you're up two rounds and a guy takes you down and starts getting some ground upon you. Give him a little thumb poke or some shit. Yeah. Whatever it may be. Like, I'm not saying he was going to do that or that's what he did, but that possibility is out there. Yeah. So it's, it goes to the cards and Espino should have a little bit of a beef for sure. And I, like, I agree with 100%. It should run it back. It was a fun fight. Before that happened, these guys are going back and yeah. forth. I mean, you got a powerful, powerful brawler versus more of a technician. I Man. Mean, it was a pretty good stylistic match. I thought for sure that Romanoff was going to finish him in the second round. Yeah, it was he close. Got that, he got into that ground and pound. Yeah. And some refs might have stopped that fight. Yeah. Depending on the ref, might have stopped that fight. Um, but I, obviously, it's good yeah. that he didn't. Not after what Gravely was doing to Birchard. We'll there. talk about Mark Strong. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, let him die the tonight. The pilot Mark Strong. Who, if Mark Strong is the referee, Mark everybody. Smith, yeah. Or Mark Smith, I'm yeah. sorry. Mark Smith is the referee. Sure strong, though. It is a lock. <laughs> it is a lock that fight starts the second round. <laughs> because fucking Anthony Bird, he's known for letting that shit go too far. If he dies, he dies, he dies. <laughs> so, again, this is where I think. Both these guys, Roman Rob probably has a little bit brighter future because he's a little bit younger. Yeah, Espino's pushing 40. I yeah, think, right? so I think they should run it back maybe in about three, four months, and let's see what happens. Let's do it. I'm right. down. All Another right. one we disagreed on a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I had Loopy win in this fight. So this is a fight about moments yeah. or efficiency. I mean, when you fucking Kevin Nash jackknife powerbomb somebody twice, how do you not get the belt? But she had two extra takedowns. Control time was went to Penny, and Penny landed way more strong. Well, the control time was down to 10 seconds difference. It still was more. Still more. Still more. But I mean, she ragdolled her, dude. The story of the fight was Penne on her back. Penne was on her back, you know, trying to search for submission. Wasn't There's doing two much. things you remember from the fight. One was the, the power bomb. Lupe landed bigger shots on the feet, more powerful Lupe strong shots on the feet. Lupe lost this fight because of fight I And ragdolled her. You're not going to win a fight where you're outstruck by 30 strikes. You're never going to win a fight where somebody, unless you knock that person out. Her volume was terrible. It's Mano Cape's a prime example of that. We talked about Mano Cape with that. You have to stay on a person. You have to be attack them. When you power bomb somebody, had, you got to go and finish them on the floor. Yeah, she had Ask more Rampage. six strikes, and she tossed her like a rag doll. You know, it's 90, 98 strikes to sixty eight. That's a big differential. That's yeah. a lot more hits coming in than a rough scene. I mean, I yeah, I and, I, I had it. That's twenty nine, twenty eight. Godinez, man, come on. No, you're scoring, <laughs> you're scoring one moment. I'm definitely not on an island with this one. I know that. For you sure. are you are scoring one moment. Her fight IQ is one. terrible. Come on. Your fight too is and then every time she'd go to the fucking clinch. She would throw Jessica on the ground and Jessica would look up like She'd huh? stand right back up and take huh? her back. What's going on? Huh? Why would if, <laughs> if she did something effective, why did she stand right back up and take her back? Yeah, but so okay, so like if they're on their back for twenty seconds and they haven't got a sub or they're not punching, should they get her off her back? She was punching. That's why she has ninety eight significant. Not really, strikes. she's getting hit too. She had nine, but they're both hitting each other. Ninety you were punching. She wasn't like she has less than she has thirty extra yeah, strikes there. You're not gonna you know win me. A, this is not how you win a fight. I'm you, dying on this hill. You I'm you, still dead on the fucking it was honest, Trevin Giles hill. It was honestly a terrible <laughs> performance by Lupe because she gave the fight away. She, she could have made it more convincing for sure. She did never. She, she never went in to finish a fight. She never attempted to finish it. You power bomb. She had one big trip too, and she just let her stand right back up. You know what I say? Run it back. I don't even <laughs> think it's really a takedown. That that trip was really a takedown. They give her credit for because she didn't go to the ground with her. She didn't control her. It's kind of that point. If you go to the oh. ground, it was almost like a scramble. Yeah, you should get two takedowns for each power bomb though. <laughs> not not when yeah. she hops right back up and takes her back. Yeah. She hopped right. She oh, she looked down there like, 
she baby got, deer just being born a few times. She like, she got right back what's up. What's happening to me? Why didn't Lupe go and finish her then? If no, she's a baby deer. Her, bad, her poor fight IQ. Like it you was, said, I'm not disagreeing with that. She was not rocked. But I think she, she did enough to win the fight. Not even close. It's not even close. It wasn't. It should have been probably 30-27. <laughs> I I know I'm drinking, but no, it's 29, 28. Most people, but like, but people gave her the third round because of the power. We do need you as a judge, though. I'd be so interested to see how you judge some. And I'll go. I'll do interviews every fucking time. I'll tell you exactly why. Mike be throwing out some ten eights. No, you got to. Mike's like, Mike's like, no. Mike's like, you got to start from zero. You should start from fucking zero. Why does everybody say there's going to be some fucking seven threes? Yeah. Yeah, four four twos. Austin Hubbard would have had a four two. (laughs) He would have had a four two round in this fight for sure. Like you got to do something. (laughs) You got to do something. And the winner (laughs) by sixteen to three. We got thirteen to eight on Mike scorecard. Because why do you automatically get nine points? Uh, You can get beat up and get nine points for the round. What does make no sense? (laughs) It should be scored like say like you know like. High diving or like figure skating <laughs> on a rating of one to ten. What do you give that person's performance for that round? Uh, Five. Like you can do shit. Yeah, we should have cards at the end. Right. Let's go. Let's Ring do it. girls sit down. Let yeah. the judges get up there and shake that right. card. But yeah, two th- Lupe's Lupe shake does, that score. She's long, young in her career, so hashtag shake the score. We she was the last like replacement. She might be going back to LFA. Maybe, probably back to fight your good cousin. Thing for her. Which is a good thing for her, though. Honestly. I see what's going on she here. Needs, You're salty. She beat up your cousin. She needs to be. More seasons. She, she does her sixth fight. Mm. When that fight IQ lost for that fight. Yeah. Going on to one of my whiskey and wagers that hit last night. Oh, yeah. Gerald Mearshart and Bartosz Fabrinski. When are you going to learn, man? Three of your last four losses, you've been submitted in the first round. Uh, that's why, you know, Tony was kind of going. Yeah, that's kind of. Because, I, I mean, I was I was wanting to go GM3, but Mike wouldn't. Let Mike gives me shit about GM3 because I picked him up. I was on GM3 from start to finish. Cosmot. And then I started watching tape on both these guys like oh Fabinski likes to get choked out <laughs> going against one of the best submission artists in that division oh what am I going to think and that's why yeah. in Whiskey and Wagers Jeremiah Sharp by submission I told you to lay it plus 220 yeah. and if you did you hit you hit last yeah. night but some sports um, you know three 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 strikes you're out so yeah. come on you got three subs in one round you he, haven't learned your lesson he put him to sleep too. I think GM3's got the middleweight record for subs like 20 so he has more than he beat Myers he beat Myers yeah. record he beat Damian fucking impressive yeah so, yeah, you don't want to go to the ground with Gerald Mearshaw. We yeah. saw how you beat Gerald Mearshaw. Hit him in the fucking chin. That's yeah, just come up. out and start swinging. Right. So, again, going forward, we give Mearshaw a redemption against Hamza. <laughs> I mean, Hamza needs to come back. He's got to shake off the COVID. Whatever. Who knows how that guy's going to come back? Maybe he well, comes they back. said they're targeting July, I think. But who knows August. what he's going to be when he comes back? I think he's scared of Leon. I think he's just, who knows where his mind's at? Yeah, Leon knocked his fucking You never want to try to get into a fighter's brain. Yeah. Who knows the fuck's going on in that thing? A guy yeah. just like, I want to hop in a cage for a living. Yeah, you cashed to what, plus 200? 220. 220? 220. That's the only whiskey wage that hit. We can talk about the ones that missed a little yeah. bit later, and it's going to come up pretty Fabinski, soon. Fabinski, you're out of here, Mark, bro. Uh, get him out. Yeah, Fabinski. Unless you just want a person to work on their sub game. <laughs> Next fight, um, <laughs> I had uh, Austin Hubbard versus Dakota Bush. But whoa, whoa, we got, no, we can't just jump into it like that. We got to talk about the travesty that exists right now with UFC silencing his nickname. Yo, yes. <laughs> so, so Dakota Bush <laughs> on the regional circuit goes by Dakota Harry Bush and UFC sold out to fucking Disney. Yeah. They would not call him Harry Bush. They erased his name. They'll call Austin Thug. Uh, yeah. 
Like thug is okay, but thud. Carry, thud. even worse. <laughs> even worse. Even worse. What a disservice to your ESPN Plus subscribers. I'm paying four ninety nine a month to now hear Harry you, Bush. Fuck you, Mickey. <laughs> yeah. Right, but maybe his bushes. But maybe his bushes. You don't know what's underneath that UFC logo. You don't know what he's hiding in there. You know what kind of venom he's got in there. (laughs) He might might look like fucking uh, what's his name? Like look at Malcoon. I was so upset. I texted Mike. I'm like, where's his nickname? His fucking pelvic area might like look like Malcoon's chest. I thought Bisbing would be all over it with some good British wit. Yeah, and we didn't get anything. I'm like, what? Okay, now we can talk about the fight. <laughs> yeah, we had to get that. I had to get that. Bush came out looking good again. A last second replacement. Both these guys, former LFA lightweight champions. But apparently, Dakota Bush was supposed to be on the Dana White Contender Series, which is one of the reasons why they talked, uh, yeah. called him for this. Shortened his fight. Looked good early, but he gassed out too. We kind of talked yeah, about it when we were watching the fight. If well. he had some cardio, he probably could have won this right. fight. And you know? who knows where he was at in his training camp? You know, you, you get the opportunity to go to UFC. You got a week to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's go ahead and do it. He has the skill, and then it just towards as the fight progressed, Hubbard just you know, was able to put his will on because he had better cardio yeah. than he did. Yeah. Again, I think that's stri- I'm surprised to see that many strikes by Hubbard, what they were counting. Yeah, I mean, come back, change your nickname to Manicured. I mean, good for Austin Hubbard. Like, he just, they just keep feeding him wrestlers. Yeah. He, he just keeps getting these. There was weeks. a little bit of hype behind him for a bit, too, and then he lost that. That leg. Yeah, that, that leg. Who knows? But he looked good. Yeah. He looked, he looked good in there. You know? He's a slower starter. You know, right. Once he gets going, he looks pretty good. In that division, though, man, I just think he, that ceiling's. That's 155, low, pretty, that's pretty 155, much. Yeah, yeah you're that's fucking. Just, no, neither one of these guys, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, we can keep it going, though. And then we go back to the opener. Kinda, Which is pretty much one of the fights of the night, in my opinion. Gravely. But be, I, what, if the one side is fight <laughs> of the night, like this. <laughs> I think the fight of the night was Estino yeah, and uh, I guess Gravely beat the break. Yeah, Gravely was, beat the brakes off of him. Gravely beat the shit out of Anthony Burchek, who in two fights in the UFC, yeah. I've seen this get the shit I mean, out of him. Like, bad. He Apparently, must have done something to Mark Smith. Yeah. Well, Mark Smith is now just known. If you see he's the referee, bet fight starts round two. Yeah. Because Gravely just pounded the fuck out of Burchek for about three to four minutes in round one. Yeah. For some reason, Smith I mean, but he let, he let the fight go there for a bit, though, and then Burchek turned the tides and had Gravely in a spot for a sec. But, but no, that was before the beating really started to come in. Well, the be- well, I mean, there was multiple beatings. Yeah. But what <laughs> what he, <laughs> yeah. Dude, there was multiple Dude, yeah. beatings. And then round two starts, and Gravely just picks up where the fuck you left uh, off and just pounds him. It's like your mother hits you ten times, but she Man. takes a rest. You think it's over. She Work. Quick, smell a quick cigarette. Come yeah, yeah, I'm not done with you. Four takedowns. Yeah. 60, 60 strikes. <laughs> oh, I think they all were very significant. If you ask Anthony Burchard. Yeah. Dude, he yeah he fucked him up, man. It was yeah it was a one sided fight. Gravely uh, contender series guy, right? Yeah. I I think this guy's got he's pretty good. There's two in a row that I know of. But I will you know keep my expectations tempered because again, like I said, I've seen Anthony Burchard fight twice, and both <laughs> times he had the shit beat out of him. Yeah. So give Gravely somebody, you know. Well, yeah, it's 135. Well, yeah, it's 135. Another deep division. Give him Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, what is Bryce? No, he's 145. I just want to see Bryce Mitchell fight. Bryce Mitchell's 145. I want to see the Venom camo pants. Yeah. Well, yeah, that does it for that card. That was the card. Yeah. All right, let's uh, go into our whiskey and wager. So I did pretty bad in the sports book. I didn't do too hot. So. 
We actually let's go into this little. Well, bit. first, you know, we we didn't touch base on you know Jeremy Stevens and Drakkar Close. That was a big a b- a killer yeah. in uh, DraftKings. DraftKings draft as well. Sheet? No, you got it over there somewhere. It's in here somewhere. Oh, here we go. So whiskey and wagers. I posted them on was it on Friday or Saturday? But anyway, I had three prop bets that all came pretty close to cashing. One did. Gerald Mearshart. Had that sub victory that plus two twenty. Yeah. I had uh, Alexander Romanoff by TKO, and in the second round that almost came yeah. to fruition. He was on the top, ground to pounding. Espino was a tough motherfucker. All I do know though is last night watching these fights and li- watching the live in wagering, there was yeah. a lot of fucking good spots. Right. Because there's a lot of things you could have got on out of that first round. They were still picking favorites to win. They ended right. up winning. You know. Right. There's some good live in way in and live in wagering last my, night. My last of the whiskey wagers was Tony Gravely round one. Who again? We kind of discussed. He be he did everything you could fucking do. No, they should have stopped. They should have stopped that fight for sure. And that didn't go through. So I was on the mark. I, I hit one. That's why yeah. I like to play these prop bets, though. You don't have you know aim small, miss small, right? Yeah. You hit one of these prop bets, and you get that positive. Yeah. You get that positive night. I did have a parlay, the general parlay. I, I hit two with um, Penne, Gravely, uh, Hubbard, Mearshart, Romanoff, and Cortez. Six six I leg parlay. One. Five bucks got me one hundred sixty. So. Yeah. It was a good night. I lost on Al Hassan a five leg. I had Al Hassan. I, I laid up. I laid up. Uh, Cost a me hundred bucks. Al Hassan round one because if he was going to win, that's when he was going to do it. That guy's not going to. His yeah. all his losses came after round one. I'm like, God damn, dude! I had every one. other one. But that as one. far as drafting goes, we were pretty good again, picking our nine yeah. Ks. Um, we both had Whitaker number one. He was the second highest score. Gravely was our number two. He was the highest. I had Al Hassan. Obviously, if you don't win the fight, you're not going to do two us. Uh, you had Cortez, who was the third highest. Mm. Uh, Al Hassan, you had his fourth again, lost the fight, and got, I had Gardenas as the lowest score, and she ended up losing the fight too. She had forty-four, yeah. so we were on point there. We had some good value as well. Both of us had close. Obviously, that fight got taken off the card, which kind of sucks. I think he was probably the best value guy to yeah. most likely win their fight. Espino very easily could have won that fight. He might have won that fight. He won on one of the cards. It was a split split decision. That would have paid off a lot better. We both had GM three up there. He scored over hundred points. I like Dakota Bush in the fight. Didn't turn out for him, but he still scored a good 30 points. So a win would have got him up there. I also had Alexander Munoz, who I thought won that fight. Did not win that fight, but he did score 56 for the loss. And then Tony had the pick of the night. The slate breaker. You had you had to have Jacob Malcoon to win last night on DraftKings. Tony had him on his top five uh, value plays, and he had 114 points. Almost scored as much as Robert Whitaker. So again, those were those are our picks. Head to head, we both had good nights. Tony's was better. He was eight and two last night. Everybody almost matched my nine and one night the other night. Yo, Not quite. Hey, y'all, look out for the shirt this weekend. Six, Twitch, six gaming, and four. I'm gaming in style this six, weekend. Six, six <laughs> and four for me. So Tony, we were tied going in as a two point advantage. Which between us, we're gonna talk a lot of shit. But as a group, <laughs> both again. About 20, 20 fights over 500. So 80, 85 up for Tony, 61 down, 83 up, 63 yeah. down for me. So we know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> so heads up picks. Yeah. And again, we are going on a limb with a lot of these picks. Like we're not just picking the fights that we like. We're going to pick, we pick every single fucking fight of every card. Yeah. So we're, people, keeping, we're keeping it honest with you too. We don't know much about the fighters. Some we're going to tell you we don't, we don't fucking know I, much I'll about I'll go home them. and watch film throughout yeah. the week. I kind of talk with Tony about it. We talk it out. We'll yeah. make predictions here on the card. But again, I mean, 600 fighters are constantly adding people to the roster. card fucking every fucking week. Slowly but surely, we're starting to recognize people, though. They're coming yeah, back yeah, around. Yeah, 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 for sure. We're know that a little bit. But again, we're picking on a lot of people that we don't know shit about. Yeah. <laughs> we do not know anything about them. And we're, we're 20 over 500. So I'm, I'm happy with those numbers. All right. Do we have a card this weekend or fucking what? We're back. We're back to Jacksonville, yeah. Florida. Human beings Governor, watching the fight. Governor DeSantis saying, fuck but, it. We're man. opening up. Packed house in Jacksonville. Triple main event. 
three title fights. They all are. I think two of them be pretty good. This main main event. Do we want to live stream this one? I I'm down with a live Whatever, stream. Whatever. Long down. night like last time. But I gotta get my shifts covered on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> working like eleven. That's not even early. Dude, I, I just had a birthday on Thursday. I'm a little bit older now, you know? I'm older than you are. <laughs> I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as ever was. But I've had about three onces this week, this month, so. I just need a little cocaine to be good to go. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. <laughs> <A little cocaine>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the special drug of in the garden. <laughs> Pair uh, with the cocktail. UFC 261, triple main event, three title 261. fights. Yeah. Is it? It's 261. Oh, no, it's 64. No, it's 61. Damn. It's 61, man. Where the fuck? You live in the future, bro. <laughs> yeah, maybe you are too much cocaine. You live, in, you live in fucking July. Nah, uh, 64 is Cocaine Connor. doesn't kill brain 64 cells. 64 is Connor and... Uh, oh, okay. Poirier. Connor and Poirier 3. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, we got Uzma versus Masvidar rematch. From, versus a lightweight. The reason I wore the shirt from Fight Island 1, right? The first main event on Fight Island. Uh, we're going to find out if the short training cap is a thing. No, right? doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't think it is. Even, you know, the biggest reason I don't kind of buy into that narrative that George Masvidal had a short camp, Dustin Poirier said we were in their training camp. The only reason it was short notice is because we didn't have the contract signed. At this point in Jorge Masvidal's career, 49 fights, that motherfucker has a fighting style. Right. I don't care how long your camp is, you're going to revert back What's to shape habits, and, right? Shape and weight cut. Yeah, you're conditioning for, for sure. And, but, and weight cut. And yeah, weight and cut. Weight Those cut. Are two but two your fighting style is not the best fighting style against Kamaru Usman. I'm sorry, it, you know. I mean, it was. We don't want to talk about him now, but the one that slept Ben Askren really fucking quick too. And he well, was the so first did Jake Paul. He, he was the first <laughs> so, one. So, so what does that knee really but, mean now? But you know, that means a lot because Ben Askren didn't have his best tool against Jake Paul. He had it against Usman. Mm. And he put his best tool and hit him right in the face with it. But yeah. is that? I don't think Usman's gonna be dumb enough to shoot like that. No, it's not gonna work. You're not gonna pull that same trick off twice. Um, and again, Usman probably the better overall fighter. He's not going to play around on the feet. We saw Usman throwing that jab against Burns, and that was only because we know damn well that Burns, he did not want to go to the floor of Burns. He did yeah. not want to lay down that guard. He's been in that a million times. He's yeah. been tapped probably a million and two. He knows I'm not going down Mavidal there. is twice deadlier this is gonna. This is the fight that the infamous Burns. toe stomps came into play, right? Became part of MMA. Yeah. And we're going to see a lot of that again, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't see how this goes much different than the first fight. There's only one way. If, if now there were some slight exchanges on the feet where George kind of hurt him a little bit, yeah. if he lands a clean shot, it could happen. It, it's but I'd say there. that Usman's adjustments are easier to make than Masvidal's adjustments for this fight. It it almost goes to the Francis and Stipe point though, whereas Usman has to be sharp for the whole fight, whereas Masvidal has to be good within that first. I think within the first three rounds, he has that knockout power. If it gets through round three, Usman's win this fight. If it gets to round, if it gets through round three. Oh, I mean, I, I'm all. I think Usman wins it a hundred, hundred times out of a hundred. No, I wouldn't say that much, but I do think <laughs> Usman should be the favorite. I'm picking Usman to win this fight. Yeah. Even though I want Jorge Masvidal. Oh to win. yeah, if we're talking about who but, we want well, to win. I want Jorge Masvidal to win this fight. I love Jorge Masvidal. He's fun. He's entertaining. The character, all that stuff. But again, I think Usman gets this one. Yeah. Moving right. on. All right. All right. Here we go. The Cold War 2. Magnum versus Thug. Rocky 4. Zhang Wei Li versus Rose Namayunas. So, Rose red, is my girl. I cannot be against red her. Better red than dead, right? Yeah, better red than dead. You're south of the Mason Dixon line. So, Wei Li's going right into it here. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <laughs> that one's hot. This microphone's hot right now. 
Um, be, you know, anti-communism aside, I liked Rose going into this fight before, after, during. I think Rose finishes Whaley in the third round. And if she doesn't, I think that's probably going to be a problem for her. But I'm rolling with Rose here. I've honestly not been impressed with Whaley Zane in her title run. She, she caught Andrade quick, which anyone can lose a fight like that. And I think she lost to Ioana. I think Ioana Jeff Shakespeare would beat her. It was Man. one of the greatest fights of all time. Not only is that Mike hot, but it's bold. It was, a, <laughs> it, was a split decision, it was a split decision fight. Why is that a bold claim? I think Whaley won that fight. It was a split decision. She Why had her looking like how, fucking mega mind at the end of the fight. So Except not blue. Well, a little purple, but not blue. We'll talk about why <laughs> when the microphones go off. But anyway, um, also, I've seen Whaley Zhang get kind of beat up a little bit by Tasha Torres. Yeah. I've seen lesser competition than Tasha Rose. Tasha Torres is fun. Rose best is the best fucking too. sharp. Yeah. She is good. She's loopy. She's a little bit off. She's you know she's a little bit you know introverted. All all those things. But she gets in that fucking cage. She can fight. And yeah. she beat Leona's ass twice. Whaley won a split decision against Leona. Rose beat the shit out of her twice. There was no question yeah. in those fights. I mean, I think Rose wins this fight. I think I think it's a decision. I think she outpoints her. You know, I don't think she finishes Whaley. But I think she beats Whaley. Finishes her in three. Hmm. I'm on th- I can't KO. bet against Thug. Rose is my so we're, on, we're on the same page there. Yeah. And I'm honestly I'm sticking with these picks for the main card for sure. That's all we're gonna really talk about here anyway. This one we're gonna disagree because I'm going bold. <laughs> I'm going bold. I'm going to be out there. So I wasn't wrong when I said that Mike was bold. No, no, yeah, now it is. And I get it. Is, was. I, I'll take potato, all potato. the fucking this stupid motherfucker, this, you're dumb, that. I'm swinging for a home run here. I think Andrade knocks this out. And I will go and say that I think 99.9% of the time, mm-hmm. Antonina or uh, Valentina knocks her the fuck out, wins that fight. But I think this is going to be that anomaly. It's going to be that glitch in the matrix. And Andrade shocks the world. No way. Shevchenko head kick. You heard it here. You saw it here first. Oh, Shevchenko's definitely not finishing this Shevchenko fight. is going to style point on Andrade. When's she's done that? She's about to do it. Jessica, she's about to Jessica Iyer. You're going to compare Jessica Iyer to Watch. Jessica Andrade. Yeah. Jessica she's going to head kick her into the next dimension. She's not going to be able to head kick her. She's too what? short. No, she's going to head kick her. Throw, I'm telling you, her, her dimensions are going to are gonna throw. She's going to head kick her or spinning back kick her. Andrade is going to take her to fuck down. It's going to be a highlight reel. Bet, I bet that Andrade gets her hands on her within the first minute and throws Mm-mm. her fucking around. Mm-mm. I'm telling you, this is a fucking, look at she's, that fucking, she's too that's small. a bulldog. No, she's not Watch. small. She's bigger than her. Watch. She's thicker than her. Uh, Shevchenko Lewis, fought Nunez at 135. And lost. Yeah, she gonna fuck Andrade no. up. Okay, you'll see. <laughs> Remember this. Wait, we need, okay. So we need to ask. We need to ask the one, the, the all seer yeah. over here, Jody. I, I think got this. <laughs> Go for uh, it. I don't know how you know she. I'm not gonna say she knocks her out or head kicks her or whatever, but I think Shevchenko's. We seen that Shevchenko is not that that woman no more. I call it head kick. Yeah, why didn't she head kick Maya then? Maya's a she bigger girl than like Andrade in that fight. She and Maya's won. nowhere near as good as Jessica Andrade. We'll see. Je- Jessica Maya was like two and Jennifer Maya was like two and two in her career when she went and fought that fight. Shevchenko head okay. kick. You'll see. Again, <laughs> he's picking. He's he's picking the easy pick for sure. I'm going out on the limb there. That's the easiest pick. Dude, I picked Sam Alvey last no, week. He lost two fights. <laughs> right. So maybe he's got a point. It's not like I pick some wild shit sometimes. Sam Alvey's nowhere near what that is. You were picking one of the biggest favorites of all time. Well, because well, she's going to win. There you go. Okay. You'll but see. I pick one of the big underdogs sometimes, too. Who? 
Sam Alvey was a big underdog. Nowhere near what what Jessica. She's plus. 200 Sam Alvey was like plus 100 He's like plus 200 and something Maybe it moved to that We'll go back and look Man, that Man, maybe when I picked Rod- Rodaf- Modafferi This was before we did the podcast But I had her at plus 800 I picked her to beat Barber He said he was going to pick Barber I don't think so He says that's what <laughs> I don't remember this I don't remember this Oh, how convenient I don't remember that. He says that Where's the, where's the receipts? Where's the receipts? I didn't purchase it <laughs> uh, Alright, let's keep rolling with it Uriah Hall, Chris White. I'm I'm going Weidman here, and I I'm pretty convinced that Weidman wins this fight because I you're right. He's so chinny nowadays though. Yeah, but you're right. Hall doesn't throw. You're right. Hall doesn't throw. That's true. You're right. Hall can knock anybody out. He barely could get old man Silva out of there, right? He waits. He does, and that's because he doesn't move. He doesn't hit. He doesn't hit. He doesn't throw. He doesn't throw his kicks. He doesn't attack. He's lazy in the cage. He's passive. He has all the ability to to knock anybody out. But I think Weidman's going to take him down, wear him out, and Uriah Hall just kind of lays there. And takes it. That's what I think it's going to be. It's going to be a boring. I think you'll see. Yeah. Uh, I think. Fight. I think you might see Weidman have success in the first round. I think. I don't know, man. I'm going to go Uriah Hall decision. Yeah, I, I think Weidman wins this in a boring fucking fight. This is where you go get. Uh, this is where we'll be on here just talking shit, not even looking at the card. <laughs> yeah. we're, rip, we're ripping bull hits and shit because <laughs> yeah. I don't think this fight's going to be anything yeah. worth fucking watching. It's going to be boring. Yeah, we're going to yeah. have to spruce it up a little bit. Let's keep it moving. Anthony Smith versus Jimmy Crute. I'm going Crute. I'm going Crute. I'm going Crute as sure. well. I uh, I think Crute's going to put it on. By finish, I, th- I think it's a, I think he gets a TKO finish on Anthony but Smith. There's a sizable reach advantage there. There's an exper- not a sizable two inch. There's a experience advantage, but I think that the arrows are going in two different yeah. directions for these two guys. Yeah, I think uh, Lionheart's going to be at that desk a little bit more, which I don't right. mind. Right, it's pretty pretty nice to listen to commentating. Right, I think. Uh, Crew could he, I don't think he's going to, but he could either sub him or KO him. He has the possibility and the ability to do both of them. So I think it, it's in Crew's best interest to try to keep it standing, maybe, and knock him out. You know, like Smith's no slouch on the ground, though. Yeah, but I could see a club and sub. Yeah. I could definitely see a club and sub. Well, it was supposed to be Crew uh, versus. Well, it's, it's almost a Walker? pick. Walker? Uh, Smith is plus 160, 160 at some place, depending on the book. Um, and he's going, it's going up. So people are probably betting on some, some, uh, books has crew is negative 20 to 25. Well, some books that he's going down, you know, so it's kind of, it's, it's like even. It depends on the book. I mean, cause all this stuff goes to Europe first. So Europe will make, what kind of sets this shit and moves it around. So yeah. Again, I, I think Crute wins this fight. I'm surprised Anthony Smith beat Devin Clark. His last few fights before that from the Jones on where it looked like he didn't have anything left in the tank. He shocked the world and beat uh, Devin Clark, but I think it kind of goes back and uh, Crute finishes this fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Crute. I'd like to pick Smith, but I'm on Crute. Yeah, and I think that's it for the main card, right? Yeah. yeah. The undercard, nothing really to talk nothing too much nah. to talk about. Brandon Allen, Roberson's an interesting fight. I think Brandon Allen gets that done. I think if he can get the fight to the ground where he wants it, but Roberson could knock him out on the feet. I think Roberson quits on it. Yeah, other than that, we can just kind of, you guys can. Not really anything. Yeah. I am yeah. Jamie Simons. I think I remember him for some, somebody put him to sleep. But um, we're gonna, we'll dig in a little bit deeper. We'll get our picks and stuff out during the week. But again, not really much going on. Then. They stacked that main card so much, the undercard kind of, <laughs> you know, they balanced that out a little bit. Yeah. Um, all right. So guys. we can go to the shit show. <laughs> yeah, let's see a little bit of drama right. for this. There's not too much happening this week. Um, I mean, you guys want to talk about 
shove. The, the shove heard around the, the world. Yeah, so my biggest thing is, why? Car close confirms he pushed, forced him out of the fight. He hurt himself by pushing him and couldn't fight. I mean, you could see there's a little bit of whiplash going on there. So, right. I mean, and he's, you know, I'm not discrediting that, what Close said. I, I believe it. was pushed by Jeremy Stevens. I immediately felt my hand go numb and neck tighten up after I was pushed by Jeremy. It's, I thought he, who pushed who? Jeremy Stevens, Stevens pushed, pushed close. Stevens pushed close. Oh, okay. Out of nowhere. Because he got in his face. I don't know if that's his attempt at hyping the fight. Because he got or... in his face and the face off. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You have a chance to fight this guy tomorrow. You yeah. can beat the shit out of him. They don't have any bad blood. No. Like, they don't have any history with each other. I think what it, are you doing? I think Stevens is, obviously, he's getting towards the tail end of his career. He's dumb shit. Yeah. He's dumb as shit. He fucked up the fight with Yair. He's always in some shit like, he's always in some shit like this. And you, I think Dana should find his ass. I mean, there's got to be something done for this. Like, you just right. caught, you fucking cost me money in DraftKings, for okay. one. You fought, how much money did it cost Dana White? So, yeah, that too. Like, for what? For what reasoning? Like, you know, they, we were, they, everybody was looking through this fight already. You didn't show, need to push this, Do they dude. both get their show money now? Yeah. Is that kind of show money or not? Like, who knows? I don't know. I don't like, understand it's, it's it. Just, it makes no fucking sense. He's trying to overcome that Connor. Connor fucking put him in the ground, dude. <laughs> who the fuck is that who guy? Who the fuck is that guy? That was like, the greatest diss of all time. <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you are going to be, Jeremy Stevens. Yeah. In the history, you're always going to be that. In the history of MMA, that is what you're going to be remembered for. Who yeah. the fuck is that guy? And now, this is, I mean, <laughs> on the flip side, though, if this is what hurt close, maybe it's a good thing for him that he didn't get in that cage. Maybe something yeah. was maybe something was close to being fucked up at that time. He didn't know, and that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. It might be a blessing in disguise for him. And then also it kind of goes back to the whole weight cutting thing. Maybe he's so depleted, so weak, he can't brace. He can't, you know, fight that. I mean, the muscles are depleted, like, right? Right. I mean, I don't know. It was just unnecessary. Right. It was just fucking unnecessary. And I would kind of, like I said, if this was Connor and Khabib, I kind of get it. You know, they're two guys that fucking hate each other. DC and uh, Bones Jones, they fucking hate each other's yeah. guts. You barely fucking know each other. Yeah, I mean, imagine all the shit that led up to Jan and Aljo. I get if that goes to that. But this? I don't know. They could be. He's trying to create the hype, too. You know, I mean, we but obviously know, like. It's not even a pay per view. There's no hype to create. Yeah, but there's no hype to create. Yeah. I mean, but there's. I, I disagree. I think it, you just. That's a thing you build over time. And, uh, you know, maybe it. Like, you know, everybody's. If he shoves him and gets that reaction, like that starts to trend on Twitter or whatever, it starts to become part of his who he his is. His mo, you yeah, know, it becomes part of your story. You know, um, I don't know. Maybe I also too like you know you just wait in your fucking adrenaline's going and this motherfucker's in your face like. Come on, this is what is well, like his. How many well, fights has this guy? Again, had? we're going off. You know, he said, she said, but again, that whole thing in Mexico with Yair and Stevens. Yair said, everyone knows you're a piece of shit. Everyone knows what kind of person you are. So he's known for doing shit like this. So nobody likes him. Mm. Like that's, yeah. So it's kind of, you know, one thing, you know, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, you know, whatever, all that bullshit. You don't get fooled again. <laughs> oh, my <Right>. cheap. <laughs> yeah, fool me because I've already been fooled. But mm. um, so he, this is kind of his MO. He's, again, he tried to start it with Connor and Connor just fucking shot him down. Yeah. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> that's what you are, Jeremy Stevens. Yeah. And that's what you can be because guess what? Nobody saw you fight. Nobody called. Uh, all right, well, let's keep rolling. Obviously, the nightmare. Uh, the yeah, this is this is you guys. I only tuned in for him to knock out Askren, so I don't first, see the card. Or first off, before we get into my opinions on the main event, get some screwball. What the fuck is Triller? What is that? It's thing? Thriller misspelled. 
<laughs> there's no thrills and it was it was from you know it seemed like a college dorm party to a rave yeah. to the dark carnival well how old is jake paul 23 or something? i mean come on he fits the bill right he don't own triller that's a whole different company he doesn't hire those people yeah. he is that's not his company or nothing like that i believe they're owned by uh fight no or if they bought somebody bought fight, I think they bought fight. I don't even know how these guys are famous, Jake and Logan. But they do some social well, media shit. He was on shit. Disney. Yes, one of them. Or Jake was on Disney. Disney and then TikTok, I think. Yeah. Oh, TikTok, uh, YouTube, Vine. YouTube too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't but yeah, they're internet guys. But again, they both were on Disney. I know Jake was on Disney for mm. sure. Um, so they really. I've been seeing a few episodes of uh, Jake Paul's or Logan Paul's podcast. Logan Jake seems Paul's. a lot cooler than his brother. Let me just say that yeah. for one. Well, he's, he's you know he's got his, his podcast. He had Ben Askren on right, today. Right, It's uh, like Nick and Aaron Carter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one's a cool one. <laughs> Neither. They're both right. fucked up. But like, <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a crazy shit going on. It went from weird reggaeton rappers boxing to Frank Mir, Frank Mir to a Doja Cat concert. Then the Black Keys pop out. There's a fucking robot. Then fucking fucking Oscar De La Hoya on. All the drugs. <laughs> like, why all pick one? Why pick one on every, everything? The called Damn. Frank Mears fight the highest level of boxing. Like, what kind of damage Oscar De La does that do is a plug Boxing nowadays. has its great stars. Like, you know, Canelo is the fucking man. Yeah. But the rest of that sport is kind of holding on by a thread. And you have a legend of your sport saying, this is the highest level of boxing. Right. Out of nowhere, Mario Lopez comes out. I don't know where the fuck he's at. <laughs> You got Snoop Dogg smoking weed blowing in Al Bernstein's face. You got fucking Pete, Pete Davidson just flat out said, hey, the check the check cleared. That's all I care about. And Jake Paul, he's a piece of shit. Like they're, but that's they're what sells, right? That's entertainment value, like, right? It was everything. The prime example, we watched, I don't know who the fighters were, but there was that, that phantom low blow. <laughs> That ended with a guy was a getting on his tone guy, was it not? No, no, that was not. This was the this was the co-main. Right. Um, uh, uh, the liver punch puts him down. He ends like he's his balls. His wife's sitting there yelling at the fighter for hitting him in the balls. Like it's, oh yeah, she, he's yeah. laying there. She comes to the ring, ring and, and she's like, cursing out the guy for punching him. Don't be hitting my man's dick. That like, shit's got to stand up tonight. Like I'm trying to fuck, dog. No. But uh, cocaine in the world. And then it turns out it was a liver blow. And then it goes to a Bieber concert. All this while my six year old sitting next to me, and he just goes and goes, "Dad, what is this?" <laughs> like he watches WWE. He watches, everybody, he watches some weird shit. He too. watches WWE and all kinds of weird gaming videos on yeah. YouTube. And he look at this, like, what the fuck is going on? That's bad. And then we get to the main event, which I think this was a fucking work. Like, what, I don't think he was a fake punch or even legit. It's not a fake punch. No. No, no he fucking clocked him. But he I turned his lights out. There was an agreement that give me one good shot. I'll take it. I'll walk home. How deep in the first round was it? Like two minutes. Mm. Yeah. Barely anything. I'll take this easy paycheck. I'll be all right. You knock me down. And that's like the worst case scenario in my book. The best case scenario, that ref had a bad stoppage. I think right. a nice telling sign is the video you sent. How happy his he's wife, how they're happy both, his wife was walking him, back. and they're both walking away smiling and happy, like it's the best day of their life. She like, didn't no, seem concerned. Neither like one of them shit, did. That kind of what's kind of like made me think. Well, maybe listen, Mike's after right. After Masvidal like stiff boards you for two right. minutes, 
I don't know. I think she was probably like, oh, this isn't going to be as bad as the last I don't know. One. She had a smile on her face, and she's like, man. Like, why? And then you start it's to, red panty night start, for her, man. Then you start, yeah, for sure. Then, you start, to, then you start to think, like, what is in it for Ben Askren to fight an eight-round fight? Well, so leading up to it, you know, Ben was on Logan Paul's podcast. I've been watching a lot of lead up to it. And Ben was always like, you know, what happens if you get, if he knocks you out? And Ben's like, I go to work on Monday. Like, yeah. why, it's no big deal, whatever. He never had this, like, he was not worried about losing. He kind of felt like if he was going to lose, it was no big fucking deal. And, uh... I don't but, know. Just looking back on that, it's like, oh, well, you just don't have the desire to want to win this. Clearly, Jake wants to win this fight. So, I mean, I, I think like everybody thought that, Ben that, was It wasn't that fight. hard of a punch, though, either. Come on. I mean, it was a right cross. At, like, the Robbie Lawler fight. Yeah. Like, he got whooped out way harder. And he was fine. Right, and he kept going. I mean, I thought that fight should have been stopped. Like, I, like, let me eat one. We'll make it look good. And we both go home happy. Well, so that's like, I'm the, asking. I've been punched in the face a million times. What's one more? Well, so that's the thing is like, what if it was, all right, listen, you're going to get punched. You're going to go down. We're going to make the ref stop it so yeah. I get the win. And, and you, you have an argument. You've got the excuse it was stopped too soon, you know? Like, like I, again, I watched pro wrestling too, and yeah. that shit seemed like a fucking word. The ref, if you look there in the announcements, the refs look like, fuck. What? He looked depressed before the fight started. Yeah. Like, he just looked like, I got to do this shit. Well, he, he was probably like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, what is this? There's a fucking dancing <laughs> robot going on. You got to revamp boxing, right? So that being said, I you know I t- tweeted this out and actually got some nice little you know traction with it. I have no interest in Jake Paul or Triller or anything ever again. Like I, I don't care who it is. I don't I don't want to see him get beat up. I don't want to see him win. I just watching that was one. It was one of those things that I'm glad I did for one night. Like I'm glad I saw that and I was a part of that. I saw that travesty, but I want to watch. It's like watching Soul Plane. Like I'm glad I watched Soul Plane, but I want to rewatch it. I mean, it's almost like when you see any one of these athletes transcend to the other sport. Like when James Tony came across the fight Couture. Like, but at least those were legitimate fighters. When Tyson fought Roy Jones, they legit had a you know they had a legit boxing match. It wasn't bullshit. They were you know it wasn't like I mean, those two boxers, right? Two right, of the best boxers right. of all time. So this was just. This was celebrity. If you go back, some of you, I might be a little bit older than people listening, but celebrity boxing on Fox, where they had like China versus Joey Buttafuoco, and they had like people, <laughs> Todd Bridges versus Vanilla Ice. Yeah. That's what this was. That this, that's exactly what this is. That's and what sells nowadays, though. You know, it's like does it sell though? Does I, don't know. It sell? I want to see what the pay per view buys. Like this was. a big like Jake Paul's biggest fans are what fucking teenagers, Probably. early twenties, right? Be. They I don't, don't know buy who he shit. was until all that. Look, look, I don't even know who these guys were until boxing. They don't buy I'm shit. Like, who the fuck are these guys? You know what I mean? They don't. They don't buy anything. They stream. They're not. They're not paying for it. First off, they must don't have fucking money. Second, they know how to get the streams in. How much could this? They had superstar artists performing. You know, Ben Asper got his five hundred thousand. They had star commentators. There's a lot of money. They had the Mercedes Stadium in Atlanta. Yeah. There's a lot of money going out. How much is going to come in? How much can this last? I believe that this is going to be the next Firefest. <laughs> like, there's going to uh, be a, there's going to be a big fucking crazy documentary that comes Netflix out about documentary what, what, what comes out after this after if Triller after the story of Triller, the six part series. What the fuck was Triller? Yeah, uh, that, that I think it's worth the story for. Triller, yeah, Atlanta. Well, so what? Who who's Jake Paul fighting next? Dylan Dennis. It's going to happen. <laughs> Dylan Dennis was on fucking Flagrant 2 talking about it. He was supposed to have this fight, 
but Paul wanted to do it in April. So you and, go from a wrestler to a submission specialist. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. I don't care who it is. He can fight fucking Mike Tyson. I wouldn't want to see it. I'll, I'll fucking see the highlight. It'll be all over Twitter when I'm going through my timeline, and I'll see the knockout if it happens. Yeah, I don't. I don't care no more. I don't. I kind of had fifty bucks. I had it. two screens going, but I was kind of taking attention away from fucking Robert Whitaker to see this shit. Yeah, you missed out. Like I had, a, I mean, I was watching both. Like I had yeah. them both going on, but I wasn't giving hundred percent to what Robert Whitaker was doing because I, I, you know, kind of obviously for the show, and I wanted to know what's going on. It's part of the world that we're in, and it was fucking terrible. Yeah, and I, I love shit watching, shows. Watching both of them, but I definitely anytime there was like musical performance, I wasn't paying, watching or paying. Like, like I, I watched my six hundred pound life. It's right. better than this. Show. It's better than this. We enjoyed. Show. We enjoyed that. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> I'll watch some shit TV. Don't get me wrong. Uh, all right, let's keep rolling. Bellator 257. This is Mike's. Mike's uh, right here. So this of you know this this run of Bellator. This is one of the better cards for sure. Uh, the the light heavyweight Grand Prix kind of took center stage um, with Nemkov versus Davis main eventing. And Anderson, he actually, I'm not going to try to say that name, but Corey Anderson looked really fucking good in his fight instead of Vadim Nemkov. Nemkov, you kind of mentioned it. I don't know if you said it on air or just said it to me in conversation. Might be the best light heavyweight in the world. And he may. Well, He may be. I said he's going to win this, and then if he wins this, he needs to come to the UFC. Maybe. He might be making more money over there. Who knows? Maybe. If that's the only hang-up, I get it. There was some legit. He's uh, good. He's good. There were some fun fights early in this, this card. Um, well, there's the Paul Daly fight was outstanding. Yeah. It was just fucking. I heard that chaos. was a back and forth one. Yeah. Back and forth chaos is throwing haymakers left and right, and Semtex still got it. He had that what left hand. What a fucking great name. He had he had that left hand. It fucking lands and night night takes me back to Goldeneye 007 on 64. The Semtex grenades, the sticky grenades. I do now. Now Bellator kind of boasts that they have the best light heavyweight division, and I'm watching this Grand Prix. I'm kind of agreeing with them a little bit. The UFC light heavyweight division, I I shit on it, and I still will shit on it. I, that's the reason I thought Izzy would come and come up and win because I think it's a shit division. It's just such a bad weight division all around. Right, but the guys in the, in the Bellator are legit. Corey Anderson's no slouch, right? Phil Davis is not a slouch either. He's only had like three or four losses, right? You had Nemkov, who looks like he's the the cream of the crop. If he had a fight, if he had a fight versus Jan, he'd probably be the underdog, but I'd probably bet Bedin. That's that's the way I look at it because because I think he's that good. He's yeah. on that level for sure. Um, you got Ryan Bader, two 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 division champion. You got now you have Rumble and Yoel. So there that division is pretty fucking stacked for two hundred five. Even even a guy like Machida, Machida's a low end. Well, guy. Lots of people that had their time in the sun. Like you, in the you, UFC. You, but if you think of guys like like Rakic, is like top three. Come on. You got Santos, who had a great performance against Jones, but guess what? He's a middleweight. You know, Jan's a career middleweight too. Like, there's, there's, there's that. To share, he's got a title shot at 50 years old. Yeah, yeah. That 205. The, the, the light heavyweight division is weak in the UFC right, right. now. Right. So, sure. and then, so I really think that Bellator can kind of fucking say, you know what? I have the best 205 division. They can say that, and I love the shit on Bellator. And also, we learned on Bellator that 
that fighting's not genetic because Vadim Nemkov because Victor Nemkov sucked. fucked my parlay. Yeah, up. he looked like shit. I, I was, hit. I hit. All, I had got, like a ten fight parlay, and he busted it. He, he got beat one. like beat like a fucking drum. JJ Wilson came out looked great against Pedro Carvajal, who yeah. Carvajal, who who fucking had a was in the featherweight grand prix. He used to be the champ, did he not? Yeah, and JJ Wilson came out like a beast. He out, he grappled in round one. Explosive looked great. This totally like won the grappling exchange. And then round two comes out and does a crazy spinning back fist and rocks Carvalho and just fucking pounds him out. Grand that good fight. And then um. One other fight I want to touch on is Mads Burnell. Um, who did he fight again? Saul, Saul. Roger. Saul was Saul. on the Ultimate Fighter. Right, and Mads Burnell lost to somebody in UFC. I forget, but Mads Burnell looked looked fucking legit in that fight. And one of my new favorite fighters is uh, let's go out. What's his name real quick? Uh, Raymond Daniels. That is a fun guy to watch fight. He kind of has that Wonder Boy karate style. Throws mm. some crazy shit. Look up Raymond. Uh, Raymond Daniels highlights. You'll see some crazy fucking knockouts, but he showed he had some grappling chops in that fight as well too. So again, there, there was it was this was of, of my Bellator dive I've been doing these last few weeks. This is the, the card I had the most fun watching for sure. And Bellator is better than fucking one. Yeah, once had once had a shitty fucking run though. On although TV Lee tonight. looked really good. Yeah, they had another DQ though on that card, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, but Lee looked yeah they did. Lee looked really fucking good. I don't know how good his opponent was. He was up there, obviously, but yeah. Lee looked fucking legit. He's a legit lightweight. He's young, too. He's like 22, 23 years old. Yeah, so we're well, going to see him. At Misha UFC Tate level. has abandoned in ship, so something's going on with that with one. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I think it's kind of topped out. It's weird. Like, they put their main events in the middle of the card. Well, because it's not live. Like, it's not coming on live. Because in Singapore, so that they, they they I think they, they have a lot of just source and talent too. They 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 it was so weird. It was so funny because they had the Christian Lee fight for the lightweight title in the middle of the card. All kinds of confetti and fireworks going off, and then the next fight, there's nothing on the floor it's just because it wasn't sequential to the night. So it's it's a weird experience watching it. I do though enjoy watching the Muay Thai. Mm. It's really fun to see that. Hopefully, they're gonna get more jujitsu. They they do jujitsu in one. They do all martial arts in one. So. When Gordon Ryan gets over there and starts doing some jiu-jitsu, I get, I get, I'd love to see that. You know, you got to go to Thailand and watch some Muay Thai fights, man. Well, they yeah, I got Rotang. Rotang. That, this week, not this, uh, not on two. UFC, uh, one on TNT1. That dude, Rotang, that motherfucker is a beast. Mm-hmm. That was one of the most fun I've watched. It's all the parts that I always talk shit about. He just about. takes like, the punches, like, right? Muay yeah. Thai is basically, I'm always like, stand him up, stand him up. That's what Muay Thai is. It's MMA. All the stand up, none of the none no, of the grappling. It's, it's the art of eight limbs. Right. It's it's not that that is where I find my value in one. Muay Thai like, is fucking. I see legit, plenty of MMA dude. during the fucking week. I'm saying, like, see if you stuff could, like that. If you could awesome. do, if you could like pick any striking, they would say it'd be Muay Thai. Like Muay Thai. No, what's the fucking left way? What is it? Let left way. Is it uh with the headbutts? The one in like uh, Myanmar. Oh, in Myanmar. Burma. Well, headbutt is like the most legitimate strike you can do. Yeah, right? but left way they do it. Headbutts yeah. are legal. It's, it's Muay Thai with headbutts. Oh shit! Yeah, let's check that one out. Yeah, it's like I think it's L E T like H W E or something like that. It's like yeah. let way. Throw some Muay Thai with some wrestling or BJJ. You're good to go. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. those those it, it was a again. If you are a fight fan, even that fucking shit show that happened in that trailer, there's so much going on in the world. You are you are set. PFL is coming out. I'm gonna watch some of that. Yeah, we got Pettis coming up, right? Yeah, Pettis fighting. Uh, again, uh, we got Clarissa Shields. We got Clarissa Shields coming up. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of. Yeah, was she in, in May or June? Hmm? She I in May or June, but yeah, a lot of fun stuff going on in the fucking fight game this, these, uh, this summer. They just announced, you know, Jan Blahovich versus Teixeira. Right. Battle of the old dudes at light heavyweight. Sixty-six. Oh, it's actually on pay per view. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think Jan wins this fight. I, I hope Jan. I don't wins see this why fight. he doesn't win this fight. 
I think September he's just as good or, and better. A little, little bit away on that one. Everywhere it goes. Yeah, because the old motherfucker's got to heal up. <laughs> yeah, he I just mean, had a baby too. Yon did, right? I, I think the problem with, with Glover is he got to the UFC late. Yeah, maybe. He climbed his way. Like, even when he got, he had already had lots of wars in. When he got to fight Jones that first time, he kind of shit the bed. And I kind of, I've kind of been turned off to Glover ever since then when mm. he fought Jones in there. Like, it wasn't that he lost to John Jones. Obviously, everybody does. He just looked like. He's like the light heavyweight JDS kind of. Yeah, that, I could see that. I mean, but he did fucking manhandle fucking uh, Santos. So who He's knows? manhandled a few guys. <laughs> you know, you have seen John win this fight. If Jan Blachowicz loses this fight, not only does it fuck that division, it fucks up Izzy. It fucks up Izzy. 40 something year old champion. Yeah. It makes Izzy look even worse. So, like, Jan, you need to win I this mean, fight I'm for kinda, the UFC. I'm kind of leaning Whitaker in the rematch if it happens. No. No. I think he does. I think he just, he just, he just, he needs to make a few him? corrections. A few corrections? He got knocked out like take a him minute. Down. He'll take him down. He'll wrestle more. I don't think he can get him down. He will. He'll Jan struggled to get him down. He'll get him down. He's got good takedown defense. He'll get him down. I don't think so. I don't think so. But anyway, yeah, I think Jan takes this fight. I hope Jan wins that fight for sure. I'm a guy who wanted Jan to lose yeah. more than anything else last time. Kind fought. of a slow week. I mean, I think Dustin Poirier is kind of like pretty much uh, said he jumped the gun on the Connor shit with the charity thing. I don't know what that is. If he ended up getting the money, I don't if things think so. are still in the works. I don't know what he is, but he kind of listen. You know, nagged on his previous statement. I don't see bank statements or transaction reports, but if Connor did stiff him on that fucking 500 grand, he's a piece of shit. You didn't like, read. You didn't read the terms and conditions. Terms like, and conditions was not to knock me the fuck out. Like don't, <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking say that in public. I, again, maybe he did. Maybe like his team didn't like what they saw. I don't know the ins and outs of this. So I'm not going to go out and say he yeah. is. But if he just stiffed that, that fucking bill, you are a piece of shit. There's no there's I mean, no he's throwing way. dollies at buses and shit, dude. Man. I mean, come on. That's even, that's not, that's whatever. That's, you're hitting other dudes or whatever. You're hitting dudes in the, in the fight world. Well, I heard Khabib donated 100 grand. Right. Some other people did too. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I would have done the same thing in Poirier's position. Yeah. yeah. Connor starts talking shit. Go, motherfucker, you yeah. owe me half a mil. What are you doing? It's kind of exposing Connor, though, not because of the, the donation that's just funny, but like the fight is off. Like, what? <laughs> no. Connor's just Dana's like that, no. though, dude. <laughs> Connor's like here one minute, down here the next like, minute. He's like, he's on a fucking crunch machine at Planet <laughs> Fitness. I'm like, I'm a beast. I'm a monster. Like, dude, you're not doing anything. A crunch machine does nothing. What are you fucking doing? Well, it's like, what has he got? The McGregor Fast program, though, right? Yeah. It's kind of like what like, we were. We work, but with fucking, heart rate zones and, you know. You're a fucking little leprechaun, dude. You're not that fucking big and bad motherfucker. You are rich as fuck, and you are a great promoter. Dude, like, he is literally the example of, like, being in the right place at the right time. Like, stars in line. Like, I'm really convinced. Like, he got Hol- he got Holloway early in his career. He got Poye early in his career. But not only like, that, you seize your moments. When he got yeah, Aldo. Yeah. You know, he got Aldo. He got Aldo, was, yeah. And you, but he struck when he had to strike. He was there. He made it. He got Chad Mendes. He made yeah. it happen when you know, he he See, he's got hit, some legitimate wins. When he for got sure. his fucking opportunities, he hit. That's what he hit, and he then he, he cashed those out. But like he is just on the downturn, though, man. Like he's got a. Well, he's gonna fight Jake fucking Paul. <laughs> That's gonna be. He's gonna lose to Dustin Poirier and then fight Jake Paul. It's all money for Connor. I don't. You think? I think. Yeah, I don't think he can make the corrections in that amount of time. No, I don't. I mean, like, I how do you create I think those the game habits? Has like, him by. old habits die hard, man. How old is Connor now? 31, 32? He's not super old, but I just think the game is passing by. He's not he's not balls deep in fighting anymore. That's not what he is. He's everything else. 
He still has that lethal left hand. He's got a lo- lots of other oper- other things going on. Like he, he, like he's not like how? Do yeah, you- but all these lightweights and welterweights are taking that left hand. Right. The featherweights couldn't take it. Sure. Right. He, you walk. But these away. lightweights well, and he, welterweights are taking it. In the last Except what Eddie five Alvarez. six years, what he has two fights. Yeah. Three, if you count Cowboy. I forgot Cowboy. Like three fights? Yeah. He hasn't had a real legitimate welterweight fight. I don't care what he says. He fought two lightweights at welterweight. He fought Diaz. He fought Diaz and Cerrone, both lightweights. Diaz is a welterweight. One, they fought, dude, the majority of his fights are 155. That's cause, only because his brothers are welterweight. Yeah, but... He only, he only cut yeah, that weight. I want to see he him fight a that. true welterweight. No, Nate Diaz. Trust me, there's the reason why Nate Diaz does not want... Nate Diaz yeah, same over, thing. He's over six feet oh, tall. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Diaz is fighting... Uh, Leon? Leon Edwards. Yeah. Edwards yeah. smokes him. Yeah. I don't I don't see. Edwards is big for 170, dude. That motherfucker. Although do you jacked. see that Jake Paul said he would finish Nick Diaz and Nate Diaz in three rounds. That bitch is crazy. I don't see that happening. No. I don't see that, <laughs> that happening. <ain't> <laughs> and I honestly think Nate Nate Diaz will fucking end up choking him. Like I don't think Nate <laughs> I don't think Nate Diaz will stick to the That'd be too trip. high to forget the rule set. No, I don't think he's I don't think he's a fuck. Like did you see when Nate Diaz and fucking Nick and fucking Gilbert beat the fuck out of Rayhan when he hopped into the strike yeah. force cage? Yeah. Like Nick D- Nate Diaz not give a fuck. Nate Diaz punked fucking Brandon Shaw backstage at the Connor fight. Yeah. Like Nate, Nate, Nate Diaz if he's pissed, he's just gonna say, I'm gonna fuck this dude up. I don't care. Stockton, baby. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. Stockton slap. Yeah, that's why Jake <laughs> won't pick that fucking fight. Uh, well, I guess that's it for this week. Yes. Yeah, a little bit slower week. So follow us on the socials, and we may or may not do a live. We one definitely next will week. be live streaming the UFC four on Saturday. Uh, not sure when the card starts. An hour before the prelim yeah. start, we'll be on there playing out the main card. Should be a fun one. Yeah. I shouldn't have to create any fighters. I don't think. I think everybody's in that game finally yeah. for once. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be playing it out. Tony, I, we haven't kept the score, but Tony's up, I believe. Yeah. I think you're up by like three. three Tony's bucks. always Not up. wearing his fancy shirt. No, today. Saturday I will be though. I think what is it like? I got uh, a good one Saturday. Like three or four fights up, but we go back and forth during these fucking things. It's fun yeah. to watch as long as my fucking family doesn't distract me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Maybe we do a live uh, fight companion. We'll see. If not, catch us Sunday. We'll For sure. Here. We're definitely going to do a podcast about it. You'll see all that stuff. We'll have our whiskey and wagers, our DraftKings picks all week long. Um, again, in the guard one on Twitter. Uh, we have our Facebook page, Instagram in the guard. It's the guard. Uh, we have in the guard podcast.com. Go to them. Say what's up. Give yeah. a thumbs up. Like Holler tweet, all that shit. Let all us right. know what you're thinking. Thumbs up the video too. help us in that fucking algorithm. Yeah. How about that? Tapping out. Peace. Peace.